Hi world, welcome back to Amo Talk Show where every conversation is somewhat uncomfortable and that's on a purpose. My name is Tulia and I'm your host. Today we'll be talking about money. Everybody likes money, everybody likes to have it, but how do we get it and how do we make sure that like the next generation that comes after us has money? So today I have two gentlemen with me that are doing some amazing work in our community and I just wanna highlight them and the things that they're doing. We could learn from them. So today, I have Luembo. Introduce yourself, please. Absolutely. Uh, so my name is Luembo, and uh, um, I'm a college student. I, I go to Iowa State University. I, I study finance and information system, uh, kind of more into technology and finance. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. My name is Dear Mercy. I'm 21 years old, and I'm, I'm an Amazon seller. Thank you. Well, thank you both for coming here today. The conversation is basically on how to build wealth. As young black people in the diaspora, um, our parents brought us here for a good reason. They wanted to do better by us. And so today I really want to focus on like, why is it important for us as young people to get money, but not only get that money, but to also be able to invest that money, to save that money for the next generation um, that will produce. We'll start with you, um, dear Merci. What do you What yeah. do you think? And I believe for a lot of us in our community, uh, our parents expect us to be their retirement plan. Where mm -hmm. when they're older, we take care of them. Reality, if they have the opportunity that we have, or they were investing money or thinking long term, they would be better off. I think it's very, very important for kids are my age, it don't matter what age you are, but investing mm -hmm. is good at all. But I think it's important for them to invest because at the end of the day, you want to leave something for your children. Okay, I want to cut you off. What is investing? When we say, when we talk about investing, what, it, what does that mean? So investing, imagine like you're planting a seed, mm -hmm. right? You have something that you can, you can do, you, you just say money. You have money, you can buy something right now, but... Reality investing is that you plant that seed in the future, you produce more offspring. You can benefit more from the seed that you have instead of, you know, just one thing now. coming. Yeah. 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 But if you invest it, there's a lot more. It grows. It grows. It grows, it grows okay. and you're able to do more with that. Okay. Okay. So, why is it important for young people to invest? I think it's important for young people to invest. Well, for some of us, we want to retire early or we want to, have, want to give ourselves the options on what we can do in life. And uh, starting to invest early allows you to do that. You know, if you're young and you make money, don't take all your money, buy shoes, you know, buy Jordans. Jordans. <laughs> you know, it's okay to enjoy your money, but yes. you also want to think of five years from now, 10 years from now. Yeah. What about when you're 60? Do you also want to depend on your kids to be your retirement plan like our parents? Yes. Or do you want to do something different? That is true. And we do have that opportunity yeah. to do something different. So yes. your urge is that like, go ahead and do that something different. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, Luembo, what don't you tell us about like, what and should people invest their money in? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I always like when I talk about this because in order to invest, mm -hmm. you have to know which money you're investing, you're investing first, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I like to dumb it down to a point where someone can actually understand me. I start with a very simple way of doing things mm -hmm. because when you're telling someone go invest, they can take all their income and then they, they stay broke and then they're hungry. 
Which one should I invest? How should I invest? So I like to talk about, uh, first of all, budgeting. In order to know what percentage or what amount of money you need to invest, right? So personally, I, I, I have a rule for myself. I've actually, I use two rules. Um, the first rule that I have is called rule of 50, 30, 20. It's very popular. A lot of people who have been successful have used it before. The way I break this rule is very simple. Um, when you get the income, let's say you go to a job and you get money, whether it's every week, whether it's every month, it doesn't matter however long that is. But, mm -hmm. you know, let's just say Whatever a year. You get paid. Yeah, yeah, let's say you get paid. You know, you have the money. 50% of that money mm -hmm. goes into, you know, your needs. And when I talk about your needs, I'm talking about your housing payment, rent. I'm talking about if you have a car, some people have cars, and, you know, they, they, your utility they do bill, payments. Your internet bill. Yes. No, I, I wouldn't necessarily put internet bill into a need. Oh. I feel like that's more of a want. Okay. When I talk about need, I'm talking about something that you can't live without. I'm hammered. Not to break you. But uh, so, yeah, I'm talking about, for example, food. You cannot live without food. Yeah. That is a need. Okay. Right? So that goes in your 50%. That goes on your 50%. Okay. And then we go into the 30%. That's the want. You can have an, a Wi-Fi now. You can have a phone. You don't need a Wi-Fi. Okay. But you want a Wi-Fi, right? I don't know about okay, that. I'm just because, talking about it. You know, I'm a teacher no, and I, I'm also a student. I, I, I just need want my people internet. to understand, you know? Okay. That 30% goes into all these things. And I know, uh, for example, Congolese people, they like to dress. That's in the 30% right? You're good. You put that in your 30%. Get the food first, the thing that you need, and then go into the want. Now, the 20%. That's what opened the door to opportunity of investment. Let me explain that 20%. When I'm talking about that 20% of the income is where you save, right? And when I talk about saving is what kind of saving are you doing? When you go to a bank and deposit that 20% in your account, mm -hmm. uh, the bank does not pay you enough over time. Right. Um, for and me, making a profit out of your money. Exactly. They're making a lot of profits out of that. Mm -hmm. Um, just to explain how they make that profit, right? So the bank collects all this money from everyone and they put it in the pool. Yeah. They pay, they only keep 30% of that money into their account. And everything else, they create loans. All the money and, from all these people. Yes, they create loans from those money and then they lend those loans to other people mm -hmm. and they generate interest. They generate money out of that over time. I, I kind of see it kind of like you give me some more money for free, no interest. Exactly. But then they make money from the money that you so give I them. So I make an interest out of the money that I didn't give you an interest yes, for. Yes, exactly. Okay. But now, so people like us or like everybody that was watching, and what I always recommend is that instead of putting it into a bank account, how about you putting it into an investment account? Okay. Right? What would and that look like? So an investment account, it can involve a lot of things. And I will talk about it in specific. Mm -hmm. For people who do not know anything about stock markets, anything about anything investment, Index funds are important. Let me explain index fund because it, it could be a little complicated. Index fund is a company. Let's say an investment banking company will come and they'll have an expert do evaluation on multiple different stocks. They create a basket. They put it together and they say, okay, this basket will have this price, mm -hmm. right? So when you go there, you don't know anything about investment. 
but you want your money to grow over time, better than 1.7% that they're giving you on the bank, right? When you're putting into index fund, you don't do nothing because the expect are doing that for you. They're making that 6% at the end of the year, right? Now, within that 6%, they're taking 2%, they're leaving you with 4%. Now, remember, if you were at the bank, you will only make 1%, right? Now you're making the 4%. Even if they're getting something out of it, that's okay. But you're making at least the 4%. Okay. I'm a, okay. Is it too much numbers? Too many numbers, and I'm not a number person. I'm a word person. Yes. So what you're telling me is that an index... Fund. Fund yes. is basically you go and you're like, okay, so I don't know how to invest. Yes. And I want somebody to be able to do the numbers part for oh, me. Yes. And I put my money there. My money is going to grow over time. I will get a profit. Yes. And I'm not doing the works of finding where to put this money into. You're not doing any work. Okay. Right. But let me explain one thing, though, because now we're getting into an index fund, but we don't even understand what is the stock market. Now, I'm going to put you back there, and let's talk about the stock market. What is the stock market? Okay. The way I put it in a simple way, the stock market is a lot of people who want the money. They want to get it. And a lot of people who have the money, they want to give it. So that exchange that's happening right there, that's what you call the stock market. Okay. So if you have money and I don't have money, I want you to give them the money. What we're doing here, we're it's an, yeah, it's a secondary okay. market. We're exchanging the goods. Now, what companies do, companies need money. We have the money. We have the savings. Remember? You have that in your bank account. Yeah, we have whatever it is. that your daughter got married and you put it there. A lot of African people, that they have... Savings account. No, even saving account. They have safes. They put money into a safe. Now, that's a good thing because, of course, we grew up in Africa where there's nothing much going on, but people put money to where it's going to be secure. But what you don't know about that, you are... Um, you have to understand the time value of money because one penny today, it's now one penny tomorrow. The value of money diminished over time. Now, if you're putting money into a safe, you're losing value every day, right? Versus if you're putting it into an investment account, instead of losing, you're gaining money. The value is going has, the value is growing. Exactly. Yeah, essentially, exactly. the money is losing its, its buying power when it's at home. Yes. Let's say, for instance, uh, about a year ago or so, at McDonald's, the, the burger was a dollar, the cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. But now, it's like a dollar and 15 cents. Oh, right? okay. So yeah, that's, the, that. that's the money losing uh, buying power. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. That's one effect of it. Yeah. As inflation goes on, the money that's in your safe, your safe at home is losing buying power. Yes. So the, that, something that you, you could have bought with a dollar a year ago, you might have to pay more now. Like, I mean, let's look at gas right now. Yeah, So absolutely. same thing. So what you're saying is get that money out of the safe, take it to an investment yeah. account and where it will grow over time. Putting it into a safe, it's much worse than even just putting it into a bank. <laughs> I'd rather put it in a bank and get that 1.7% a year. It's a bigger risk to that have may it be home. better yeah, to actually adjust yeah. to that inflation. Okay. Now, if you want to make money out of that, that's where you go into the stock market. Now, let's talk about the stock market because I was going to say I was going to talk about that. The stock market is that. Now, company comes. Right. What companies want, they want to finance their project. 
you know, let's say they have a big project. They don't have money for that. they don't have money for it. Right? But they know that the people are the savers. The people have the savings. The people have the money. And so they come into the stock market and they say, hey, what about we give you a part of our company and you give him, we give, give us some money. Ownership of our company. It's ownership, right? A percentage of it. Yeah. And you give us the money you yeah, have. Yeah, let's talk about a company like a pizza. You know, you go in there, mm-hmm. you're getting a slice of pizza, mm-hmm. but you pay for that slice of pizza. And every type of different pizza has a different value. If you buy pepperoni, it's probably $10. Uh, you, you buy sausage, it's probably, and that's how different stocks are valued differently. Okay. So you take that slice of pizza, you have that slice, that's yours. You can, you can borrow it, you can give it to someone else, or you can sell it. You can do whatever it is. So you that's why they pass it on to your children. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what the company does. So now when you go into the stock market, the biggest question that we always have is that what do we buy? What do you buy? Because you go in there and there's millions of companies to choose from. Yeah. What do you buy? Yeah, what's, you know? what strategy do you use yeah, to buy? Yeah, because you don't want to go into a company and you buy a company and instead of the saving, you're losing the value because there is a possibility of you losing value. Right, everything that. is a risk. Yes. So now that's where you learn the fundamental analysis. Fundamental analysis mean looking into the company revenue, how much money they are making. Mm-hmm. Are they really making any money? You're asking those questions. Before you go into Before purchasing Before you go yeah. into purchasing the company. Because if the company grows, that's how your money grows. You're already an owner of that company, right? If that company increase in value, appreciate in value, you know, Let's say, you know, Amazon, it wasn't too big, but now it's big. Now everybody knows Amazon. So he appreciated in value because now it's like, oh, you know, they're doing this too. They're doing clouds. They're doing yeah. shopping or whatever it is. So now that's the question you have to ask yourself. You do fundamental analytics. Well, and then also this technical analytics, I, I, that's a more of a very advanced way of figuring out what stock to buy. Mm-hmm. And of course, I know a lot of people, what they know, it's like, oh, buy at a lower price and sell at a higher price. That's technical analysis. Okay. Yes. So, um, Mercy, I want you to talk about, I, I, I want to know, like, what impact does investing have on our community. We're all Congolese here. What impact would that make on our community? Considering how, like, considering the lack of information there is in our own respective community um, that is Congolese, we don't understand how money works and we don't understand, especially when it comes to investing, we don't know that. Like, we just want, we want money today, we want to use it today. If I get, you know, our people like one of the biggest investments right now is our female kids. They get married. You get your fa- your family gets like twenty thousand dollars. That twenty thousand dollars, they go and they put it in a saving account, or maybe they use all of it. Oh, let's purchase a, a house back home, or let's do this, let's do that. So, what impact do you feel that investing money would have on our community? Investing money will have a tremendous effect on our community. But one thing that I feel, like, I feel like we have to address in our community is financial literacy. So us just learning like how we can invest our money, how money works in general. But for us to change our community to where we are comfortable having this conversation, we have to actually inform them of 
how does it work? Because a lot of time, most of them, perhaps they're afraid. Like, oh, I'm losing money. But a lot of time when we are afraid, it's, it's because we don't have enough information. It's because we don't know. So that financial aspect of teaching them how does money work is important. But just us investing in terms of like, if our generation starts saving today, start saving, start, sorry, start investing today, then it leads to a better generation tomorrow, mm -hmm. right? I agree. And in a lot of homes, it's very true where the uh, the family, the daughter getting married is how they, their investment, you yeah. know? <laughs> well, let me talk about, uh, just to jump off of that. Yeah. Uh, what is the uh, intellectual investment? That's something we're missing. Yes. Right? Um, intellectual, that means like, unavyo uh, tafakari, unavyo like, fikiri mambo. Yeah, like, things... How do you brainstorm stuff? That's very important. It's, this is not even about just school. Mm -hmm. This is about... It's about education. You, yeah, even... It's about even, education. How do you even think? Yeah. Some people don't even know how to think. And again, you talked about something about, you know, daughter getting married. You're putting that as your investment. Yeah. That's not okay. I just... I'll, I'll just... Right. I'll say it. Right. That's not... It's definitely not a good plan. It, it's not but a good plan. But it is what it... It's what's there, right? Yeah, but, but what about the fact is we, our younger generation, us, people like my age, maybe you're 18, 21, if you don't agree with that, guess what? You can change that, yes. right? You I can prepare yourself for a better future, a better financial situation. Maybe you grew up in a poor family. Maybe your family did not have enough money. Maybe you were limited on what you can do, but you have the power to do that, right? You are young. Be like... Really, being young is one of the best things that can happen to you when it comes to investing. Right. Right? Exactly. So take fully advantage of it. Stop chasing women, all right? <laughs> chase that women cool. and money. Chase yeah. women and money. Chase maybe, men maybe and money. Chase yeah. money first, and then women will come. Yeah. If you're a woman, <laughs> chase money first, and a man will come. Because imagine, you're chasing a woman, but you cannot provide for her. You, you, sure. you, you cannot contribute, you know. Financial aspect of a man being financially stable is also important, right? Because you can just imagine because you you spent your your years younger years doing foolish things that now you marry you cannot you and your wife are arguing. Oh, you're you falling spent, yes. you're falling into the same yeah. trap that same your trap that you were set in. Um, yeah. that your parents fell into. Mm -hmm. so, okay. To address that situation, mm -hmm. uh, what about the rule of twenty of ten? So okay, I have a lot of rules, but the rule, of, the 10, rule of ten. Okay, the rule of ten. The way I use it, this was actually introduced by Acon. I don't know if you know Acon, but oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, the Acon, African Acon. Um, if you have money into your saving account uh -huh. and you want to purchase something, if that something is worth more than 10%, don't do it. Mm. I want to buy a shoe. I have $100 in my account. I cannot go buy a shoes that's $30 or $50. Okay. Because that, that's not worth So anything 10%. you buy needs yeah. to be less than 10% of what you're saving. Off your savings. Exactly. Off your savings, not your checking account. Off your savings. No, no, checking account, that's for your expenses and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Off your saving. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that, that touches me because, you know. <laughs> yeah. I like, I, I like the dressing and everything, <laughs> but it's very important that we know that. But the other thing I also wanted to address is... Uh, let's talk about schools, right? Um, talking about schools and you just 
understanding what we're going to school. When we came from Africa, our parents know that, hey, you know, I'm having my kids so that they can raise me. They can, you know, help me at retirement. We are the plan. Now, we don't want us to be the same for our children. We should be the one providing for them so that they can go out there and grow and start providing for the others. Now, we are out here worried about our parents. Right. That's not, that's not, that's not fair, right? The Bible said that a good man leaves in inheritance for his next generation. Yep. That's a good man. So as he's a good man, mm-hmm. you're also supposed to leave something for your kids. Not to provide for your parents. And I like to address that as well. Exactly. I think that I understand where our parents are coming from when they're asking us to do these things for them. Because, you know, they they grew up roughly, okay? Um, a lot of our parents, well, Congolese people in, in speaking, um, and we're all from the eastern part of Congo, where like our parents had to flee the country and become refugees. And so they didn't have that opportunity to like do some of the things. Maybe they didn't go to school. They didn't get a higher education. They couldn't, they couldn't provide the way they wish they could as parents. And because they couldn't do that, they're now in a state where they need support from us. Right. Now, I like the point of saying that like, uh, biblically speaking, we are responsible for our offspring and our offspring alone. So whenever you're doing anything, when you're going to school, when you're educating yourself, whether it be money or any, um, any other intellectual um, um, attainment that you get, you are doing it because you're looking at the next generation to come. Will my children be able to afford this? Will I be able to afford this for my children? And so when you're going to school, and this is something I want you guys to tell me what your thoughts are on it. When you're going to school, it's really important to have a passion, to know the passion that you're into. I'm an educator, I love being a teacher. It is the work of my heart. It is what I was called to do, it is my purpose. Now, I love doing what I do. When I talk to other people, they're like, I could never be a teacher. Like you guys paid so low, get paid so low. Yes, my income may be low, but I'm I'm happy. You know, I love it. I love the impact that I can make in my community. I love the impact that I can make in my students' lives. So speak to that. Um, the work that you do right now, is that something that you're really passionate about? Is that something you feel like will bring an impact not only to you and yourself, but your generations to come? So uh, you want to yeah. start? So, yeah, definitely, definitely. I do, As for those who don't know, I actually dropped out of college for the same similar reason that I lost the motivation yeah. for what I was going for, right? Uh-huh. Having a passion for something is very, very critical. You know, life, when it comes to life, I believe that Time is very important, right? We have a limited amount of time on this earth. And I don't think you should spend 45 years, however long until you retire, doing something that you hate or you don't enjoy it. So when it comes to passion, it's very critical that you're doing something because you love it. You're going to school because you are passionate about the thing that you're learning. You're going to school because you're passionate about the impact that you're going to have. And not just going because your mom wants to, you want you to be a doctor. Exactly. Or going just because your mom wants you to be an engineer. That's... You know, at the at the end of the day, you're gonna be miserable if you don't enjoy it, right? Like, because it's gonna it's gonna be hard work. And you'll die early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm stressed. laughs> Me personally, right? Um, I'm a finance guy, right? I like finance, I like money, I'm into tech. So finance and technology, fintech, right? When I was in high school, that's when I realized I love finance. I love the stock market. 
I love trading. Even if I didn't know what I was doing, sometimes I just went in to try and I lost money and that's okay, yeah. right? Because I wanted to take risk. But then the risk that I took made me want to learn more. Mm. Uh, but one of the most important thing, and of course, the reason why I'm in finance is because of right now, right here at this moment, mm. talking about this stuff to people. You want to be able to educate. I want to be able to educate people and tell them why is it important that we understand finance? Right? It's out of curiosity. That's one. The other thing is, I have passion in that. I didn't know until, so the end of my high school year, um, I was able to get an internship in a bank, uh, great bank, great people. Uh, I didn't work into a more advanced finance department. I was more of like a member of financial operation, which, which was great. I loved, but it wasn't really what I wanted to do because it was like more filings, more just easy financial stuff. Mm -hmm. So I went to find to You wanted college. to challenge yourself. Yeah, so I went to college and I did finance and I studied. I came back and worked in the treasury department. And I can tell you, as stressful as that job is, I love that stress. <laughs> yes, go into the stress that you enjoy. Every single day I walk into that trading desk. I was very excited about everything I'm going to hear, everything I'm going to share, and everything I'm going to do from the beginning to the end of the day. Sometimes I work 12 hours, but I didn't even know how that 12 hours went. Because you enjoyed the process exactly. of Exactly. You know, it wasn't, for me, it was like, oh, I'm learning. I'm not, I'm not working. Yeah, that's so how to, it should be for you. So for those who are watching this right now, if you're in school or even if you're not in school, if you're not in school first, I want you to challenge yourself this week. Think about something you can learn. Think about something that you like to do inside of your heart, something that you enjoy doing. Go and learn it. <laughs> Man, this is America. There are webinars. There is YouTube. There's so many places to learn, right? Free library. There's so many things. Uh, and if you're in school, ask yourself this week, is this really what I want to do with my life? It's a good, you know, it's a good question. Is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? And it doesn't have to be... It could be something that you enjoy right now, but envision yourself 20 years from now, 30 years from now. Is this something that I would see myself doing? And the way you're speaking about it, like for you, the way you speak yeah. about finances is like, I know I was right? working. You're great. I'm fine. I don't so, even have a headache or anything. Yeah. Right. And again, for someone else can do the same thing that I'm doing and be like, this is insane. Miserable. Why am I even doing this? Right. Yep. But here's one thing that I also wanted to address in our community is that we're seeing, I'm a community advisor as well. So what we do is kind of talk to a lot of freshmen and you know work with them. Um, we see a lot of freshmen coming in. They have expectation, especially this is big in African community. Mm -hmm. Your parents, okay, you're going to school. They ask you a question. What do you want to do? Okay, I want to, it's either, you, you need to say it's either a doctor, an, an engineer, engineer, a lawyer. lawyer. If you say something else like that, they're like, yeah, what is that? We don't, we don't yeah. like that. Now, this kid has that pressure on their back. Now, you come to college, you realize that I don't like this, but you want to stick through that just because you don't want to make your mom feel some type of way. You don't want to make your dad feel some type of way. That is not okay. I've seen a lot of people who got into that. They finish there and they go to work. They can't do it. Yeah, it's very stressful. And it's very difficult, reaction. right? I had uh, in my school, like my school, the, the school that I attended, the college that I attended, was one of the top colleges in Texas, right? And to get into the college is very difficult. When you're choosing one, the major that you want to major in, it should definitely be based on passion. Because you, you have some students who committed suicide. Ooh. Yeah. You have students who committed suicide. And it suicide does happen. It does happen, yeah. yeah. Because... 
oh, this is so stressful. I'm failing this exam. They commit suicide because of that. So it's important to have a passion for what you're doing in college. Yeah. All right. So to wrap up, I want you guys to tell us one thing. If you were to talk to an 18 year old who's graduating and going off to college or just a young man or woman who didn't have the opportunity to school in the United States, what would you, what would be your financial advice to them? And I know you guys are not financial advisors, That's true. but based on your lived experiences, what would your advice be? For me, if, uh, if you're someone who's in school, I definitely suggest that no matter what major you are, make connection with other students, explore different things, yes. attend different events, mentorship, mentorship. learn as much as you can, Yeah, right? Because you can go only as far as you know. Ask questions, ask people different questions because you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And the other thing is, uh, one of the things that I want to tell, first of all, I'll start with just normal people and then I'll go into the college people. To start with normal people, if you have the opportunity and you have the passion to go into school, I do not want you to think that finances is an issue. We have this issue in, the, in our community a lot where they people think loans, they yeah. talk about loans and all that stuff. Everyone has loans. Even coming to America, we took a loan to get to in the get plane. <laughs> Why is it so difficult to understand, right? Now, loans are okay. But loans are okay if you know that you are investing into something that would profit you in the future. You know, you're investing in education. You know that if I take this loan, I'll, I'll get out of college and I'll be able to pay it off. Mm-hmm. That's important. Second, explore. If, okay, I know that you may go there as a freshman. You don't know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know what you want to do. But the most important thing is that try to stretch your wings. Yeah. Take different classes that you're interested in. You never know. I know people who study as engineers and now they're like education because they took an education class and they think they like it, yeah. right? That's the most important thing. And that's what we don't focus on. When you're going into a career, I want you to think about, am I gonna be happy afterward? Mm-hmm. Don't think about the money. Yes, the money is important, but don't put it as a priority. Very important. Now let's talk about the people who are in college. When you're in college, uh, it's very important to understand that that college is only for a limited period of time. Mm-hmm. I've done that in my freshman year and I regret it because I was so consumed with studying. I took 21 credits, studying every day. I never left my room. I was just in there. I never no met any friends. No connection, <laughs> no friends. Me and the book. I understand that part. Yeah. But you need to know that College, some people go to college. It's the experience. It's the experience. It's the experience. And it's the connection you make into college. Go there, stretch your wing. Talk to people. Get mentorship. You know, Mm -hmm. because all those connections that you're making while you're in college, that's going to be a guarantee for you outside when you graduate. Graduate. We see a lot of people who are going into college, they get a degree, Mm -hmm. and then they don't get a job. Yeah. You know, why are you not getting a job? Because you didn't network. Connections. You didn't make connections. All right. On that note, thank you guys so much for coming. This has been a good um, conversation. I just want to say to the young folks listening out there, especially the ones that don't have a high school education here in the United States, don't let that be the end of your learning um, of your learning journey. Learning is an everyday thing. There's somebody who once said that like, the day you stop learning is the day you stop leaving. So continue learning. If there's something you're passionate about, learn about it and get into it. It's not that, it's not that hard. 
ask questions and you'll get answers. If you don't ask, you will never know. And um, the other thing is, You've heard the conversation today. These folks are more than willing to speak to anybody, right? You have Instagram, you have, um, you have Instagram, you are on social media. We'll put their um, social medias there so that you guys, if you have questions, you can ask them. And finally, thank you all just for coming and sticking around with this conversation. It was so much to learn from. Um, they're young, but I definitely picked a things or two from them today. And I believe that you guys will be able to do the same thing. Come back again. Um, do subscribe to our channel, like our, our, um, this video and go follow us on Facebook. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We're on, um, TikTok under the same name and it's MO talk show. So do go ahead and follow us on all those social media platforms and, um, we'll have more coming for you. This is a place to learn. This is a place to have those hard, hard conversations. So thank you guys. Again, please do say your social medias. Um, just say what your um, underscore is and all of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it, can I say one more thing before I say that? Yeah. So for those saying that or thinking that investing is risky, you have to understand this. Life is risky. Amen. Everything in life is risky. Amen. Getting married is risky. Amen. Driving a car is risky. Amen. <laughs> Everything is risky. So yes. you have to take some kind of risk if you want growth. If you want to uh, have a different future, you have to take some kind of risk. Yes. Yes. So for my Instagram, I'm known as Cashflow, and that's on Instagram. That's Cashflow underscore DM. That's how you can find me on Instagram. And for me, I would say one, one of the most important philosophy in my life that I've learned yes. is that dream big, and if that doesn't work, dream bigger. Okay. I've done that so many times, and it's been working. Okay. And I'm sure, I have no doubt, it's going to work for you. Just dream big. If it doesn't work, dream bigger. Because it's possible that maybe you are putting yourself in a box from dreaming small. And maybe if you open yourself up, you may be able to go far. And the other thing is, that, you know, I know we didn't talk deeply about investment. If you want to learn more about investment, we're going to try to get to Leah to give us time to just deep down into the investment so you understand everything. <laughs> but if you have any question, uh, my name is Luembo Mwenyi. You can just look at, look it up on like Instagram, Facebook, everything. I'm the same. I, I don't. I don't, that's just my name. I always use that. Um, I'll be able to, you know, answer all the questions that I can. Of course. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Come again next week.